episode 41. Good morning, everybody. Hope you all are doing well. Thank you for tuning in to episode 41 of the Millennial Economics Podcast. Um, Just have one ask, one housekeeping note. Um, If you enjoy this podcast, um, and I know there's lots of new listeners and lots of listeners that tune in every week, um, or multiple times a week, I should say, to every episode, um, and thank you for all that, that do that. But if you are one of those people and if you enjoy this podcast, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it if you left a review for us wherever you listen to the podcast, whether that's on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on some of the smaller streaming platforms like Stitcher, which I actually really like. Um, if you leave us a review, that's the best way for us to get the word out about the podcast. Um, the way the algorithms work the people that have the best reviews um, and that have good volume of reviews um, get put in front of more people that might be searching on those platforms for things like uh, personal finance or investing or um, you know how to buy a home or real estate and all, all of that stuff, budgeting. Um, that is the best way for us to get the word out. Um, and it's the way the algorithms work on those platforms. So if you would do so and if you'd be willing, that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. So we'll get right into the topic here. Um, wanted to talk about five things young people should be doing um, to become financially fit. So five things young people should be doing to become financially fit. And by young people, what I really mean are people maybe coming out of high school or people that are in college, um, kind of starting their, their own life. Um, and that are having more responsibility when it comes to their decisions and their uh, and are taking more ownership, I should say, of their financial future. So that could be somebody outside of college. Maybe that's just getting their first job. Um, it could be somebody that's in high school, maybe a junior or senior in high school. Um, and if you know of anybody, particularly that younger demographic, um, share this podcast episode with them because I really believe that if you start thinking about these things early and start putting some of these things in motion early, you will set yourself up for financial future and it will be easier. Um, I did not know a lot of these things. Um, so when I was in my early 20s, I had to clean up the mess that I had made. Um, they weren't large messes, but they certainly were messes and paying off debt and changing the way I think and getting a budget in order. Like all of these things I had to do later down the road because I didn't pay attention as much as I should have to how to be financially fit coming out of high school. Okay, so if you start early, it's easier to stay on the right track um, than if you have to clean up a mess and then start being on the right track. Also, if you start early, you start seeing wins earlier, which continues to motivate you. Um, You get rewarded for that good behavior much earlier in life, which keeps you on a good track in the future. Okay, Whenever you start seeing your money appreciate in a brokerage account or whenever you start getting dividends or whenever you save up enough to buy your first home and you start seeing that home value appreciate you, it starts to click in your brain. Oh, okay, I like this. Okay, I'm being rewarded for this discipline and this behavior that I've put in place. I want to continue that and I want to increase it. Okay, Um, so early age is very, very important. Again, if you know of any young people, lots of graduates right now, this time of year. If you know of any young people, shoot this episode to them, share it on a social media platform because I do think there's a lot of value and it can greatly help them later on in life. Okay, so number one, again, we have five points here. Number one, educate yourself debt-free. 
if you plan on going to school, college, if you plan on going to a tech school, if you plan on taking some courses, um, whatever you're planning to do to educate yourself, even if it's just maybe, excuse me, teaching yourself how to code or reading some books about a topic, okay? Educate yourself debt-free. How do you do that? Well, you work. (laughs) You have some sort of income. If you're blessed enough to have parents that had socked away some money for you, use that money, okay? Um, But you want to get through this part of your life, this educational part of your life debt-free. Maybe college isn't for you. Um, I didn't go to college. I went straight into sales. That's great. You check this this uh, this point off off um, the mark. You checked it off the box. You checked the box. Goodness gracious. Um, but one thing that can be absolutely crippling is paying tens of thousands of dollars, hundreds of thousands of dollars for an education, and then having the burden of paying that off later down the road. Again, it's having to clean up the mess so that you can start being financially fit. There are lots of ways to do this. Um, be very choosy with where you choose to get your education from. Instead of going to a private institution that costs forty, fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year, start off with community college, transition over and possibly with scholarships um, to a four-year university. Um, consider something like the military. Consider some sort of program or work for an employer that has a, um, a tuition reimbursement, which I don't think enough people think about. Work for somebody that's going to pay your way through school. Find that. Seek that out. That is a huge value. That is an absolute huge value. If you're going to go somewhere like a tech school or you're going to teach yourself something on your own, work and use the money, be diligent, and use the money that you're making to pay for your education. I truly believe one of the best investments you can make is in yourself and in your knowledge base. It's one of the best things you can do, particularly at a young age, because you're going to reap those benefits for 20, 30, 40, 50 years from what you chose when you were in your late teens or early 20s. Okay, so number one, educate yourself debt-free. It will set you off um, to be successful, okay? Number two, start investing young. There are a few things here. The math says your dollars now are worth more than your dollars will be in 10, 20, 30 years. This is due mostly to inflation, right? So inflation, the cost of goods and services, typically goes up 2 to 3% every year. Right now, we're seeing a... a an expedited rate of inflation. We'll see how long that goes. But your dollars now are worth more than your dollars will be in 50 years. Think about it. If you could buy a loaf of bread 30 years ago for a dollar, well, now that loaf of bread might cost $4. Or now that in the future, that loaf of bread might cost $10. Or you can think about homes, right? Homes are a great way to think about it. Better better analogy than the bread. Um, so you might be able to buy a home way back when for $50,000. That same home now might be worth $300,000, okay? Um, so your money now is worth more than your money is in the future. And when it comes to investing, compound interest plays into that as well, okay? Um, if you don't know much about compound interest, I have other podcast episodes um, about it, um, particularly about it. And then I also have some articles about it as well on the website, www.millennialecon.com. But essentially what compound interest is, it's interest on interest you've earned. So say in a year you make 10% on your money. Well, the next year you have more money that you make 10% on. The next year you have more money that you make 10% on. And it's exponential growth um, that is only powered by time. So if you invest when you're 18, you're going to be set up very, very well 
later down the road. Now, you want to be careful with investing. Um, no investment is guaranteed, okay? And I think that's important to remember in this day and age when anybody can open an account on Acorns or Robinhood or M1 Finance. Be judicious and careful with your investing. Diversify and do lots of research. Again, listen to this podcast. There's tons of things about what I invest in um, on the website. There's tons of things about different investment options out there. Start investing early. Number three, increase your income. It's okay to choose a career or a vocation because of the money that it, the money potential that it has. Okay, and that's kind of an unpopular opinion, but the way that I think about it is you can use that to pursue your dreams. So a lot of people think about, well, I need to do work that is, you know, my dream job or that I'm passionate about. And while I'm all for that and I absolutely understand it and would encourage people to pursue that as well. Another way to think about it too is, well, if I get a job that pays me very well, I can use that as an avenue to pursue what I am passionate about. Maybe you want to retire early. Maybe you want to travel. Maybe you want to start a business. Maybe you want to be an artist. Maybe you want to be a musician, whatever. Having a, a high income, especially if you set yourself up well and make good choices early in life can get you to a place where you're able to pursue all of those things very easily. Okay. So increasing your income could be education. Increasing your income could be choosing a career or a job that pays very well. Increasing your income could be starting a side hustle. There's lots of different things. It could be getting a promotion at your job. It could be expressing to your boss that you want to move up in the company. It could be a lot of things. So think of ways that you can increase your income and don't think of your day job as the devil because it's not. It's serving a purpose. It's serving a purpose in your life. And if you are a high earner that is good with your money, you can move mountains. I'm just telling you. Okay, so increase your income. Number four, master budgeting. This one is big. You want to create a budget and you want to follow that budget and um, as, as for well, really your whole life. Okay, and one thing about budgeting is it's going to change. You're going to need to iterate as you go. You're going to fail, right? But having a budget that you're sticking to is super important. It's a framework of everything that you're going to do starting now. You should literally, when this podcast is over, go create your budget. And there are various podcast episodes where I talk about this, and there's also a lot of content on the website that show you how to create your budget and how I actually do that. But your budget is showing what money is coming in, what money is going out, and where I'm sending all of that money out. Also, what I do with my margin, everything after the bills and the non-negotiables that I have every month. What am I doing with it? Am I saving it to um, pay for my education? Am I saving it to um, maybe purchase a home? Am I going to invest that money, right? The budget is everything, and you need to get good at it, and you need to start doing it now. And the last one is master self-discipline. And this is the one that I don't think many people think enough about. It is the psychology behind everything that we do. Only part of personal finance is numbers, is math. And actually, I would argue that it's a smaller portion um, than we realize. The largest part about it is psychology. It's self-discipline. It's how do we master ourselves? How do we keep ourselves on track? How do we keep ourselves motivated? right? Because our minds are fickle. Our emotions are fickle. One day we might feel like, you know, becoming a millionaire and or a multimillionaire and investing in real estate. And you put this whole plan together and the next day you're just not motivated and you want to go out and you want to go buy a Porsche. <laughs> 
not speaking from self, um, self experience. So staying the course and navigating yourself will be your biggest challenge in your financial journey. And I would highly encourage you to figure out how to do that. Being in good community will help you do that. Reading great books about people who have been successful will help you do that. Listening to great podcasts and YouTube videos about people that have done that will help you do that. It's knowledge and it's experience. It's it's being it's opening your eyes and, and and learning about yourself as you go through this. You know, maybe you created a budget for yourself for a specific month and you failed. Asking yourself, why did I fail? Asking yourself, why did I feel like I needed to purchase that? Why did I feel like I needed to go over budget there? You know, what do I need to work on internally? And if you're able to do that, you will be successful, not only in your finances, but also in your relationships, in your job, with your children, um, with your friends. Learning self-discipline and realizing there's a psychology behind everything that we do is incredibly valuable. Okay, that's the five points. Thank you so much. Um, if you have not, like I said, go to the website, www.millennialecon.com. There's tons of great content there. If you have not left a review where you listen to podcasts, we would greatly appreciate it if you did. Thanks so much.